0: This is Sunrise, the who, what, when, where, why, and WTF of Florida politics. I'm Rick Flagg reporting from Tallahassee on day 36 of the 60-day legislative session. State economists are meeting today to figure out how much money lawmakers will have to spend on the new budget, or not spend, as the case may be.
1: And I hear the plan uh, is really just to bank it, um, to, to put it into... Uh, reserves um, rather than get out there and help people when they need COVID
0: aid right now. Representative Evan Jenny says Republican leaders have bent over backwards to bail out biz. He only wishes they cared as much about unincorporated people. The state reported 36 more fatalities Monday from COVID-19 and almost 3,500 new infections, but Florida's vaccination program expanded Monday. It's now open to any adult regardless of age. COVID is not the only crisis in Florida. The governor has declared a state of emergency at the old Piney Point Phosphate Mine in Manatee County, and they're pumping as much water out of the
2: reservoir as possible. But to be clear, the water being discharged to Port Manatee is not radioactive. It is primarily salt water from the Port Manatee dredge project mixed with legacy process water and stormwater runoff. The Pandemics and Public Emergencies Committee in the Florida House will launch a formal investigation into
0: the breach at Piney Point tomorrow. Today on Sunrise In-Depth, we take you to a town hall meeting on marijuana and not just the medicinal type. Senator Jeff Brandis has filed a bill to legalize
3: the recreational use of marijuana. It's not a question of if it's coming to Florida. It's a question of when it's coming to Florida and how it's coming to Florida. Most states have done it via constitutional amendment. That's probably the most likely path for it to occur in Florida hopefully we'll be on the ballot in 22 or in 24 or or the out years. Um, I can't see Florida not having adult use by 2024. I just think it's going to happen. But it won't be passing this
0: year. Brandis and the House sponsor, Representative Carlos Guillermo Smith, have not been able to get a hearing on their bills this session. We'll also have your calendar of events and the story of a Florida man and Florida woman who face a combined total of 80 years in prison if they're convicted of defrauding the Paycheck Protection Program. But first, a word from the sponsors. You're listening to the Sunrise Podcast from Florida Politics, and we are much obliged. This public
2: health
1: crisis has shown our one-size-fits-all education system does not meet the needs of every child. Senate Bill 48 rethinks education and provides needed flexibility for students and families, giving students the tools and resources they need to unleash their potential. You can make a difference and improve our education system by visiting fledreform.com to tell your lawmaker to support SB 48. Paid for by
0: Americans Prosperity Florida. And now the top stories on Sunrise for Tuesday, April 6th. This is National Student Athlete Day, National Tartan Day, and National Siamese Cat Day. On this day in 1722, Peter the Great, the Tsar of Russia, ended attacks on men with beards. In 1917, the U.S. declared war on Germany, entering World War I. In 1993, the Florida Marlins suffered their very first regular season loss. The Dodgers beat them 4-2. to two. And on this date in 2017, the president of China arrived in Florida for talks with Donald Trump. Florida's Department of Health reported almost 3,500 new cases of COVID Monday and 36 additional fatalities. More than 3.6 million Floridians have now completed the two-dose series of Pfizer and Moderna or the Johnson & Johnson single-dose vaccine. Any adult in Florida is now eligible for the vaccine. When it comes to COVID, Governor Ron DeSantis has spent a lot of time in recent months claiming he's done it right and other governors got it wrong, a claim that was challenged on 60 Minutes. Honestly, there wasn't much new in the story. Florida outlets have already reported extensively on the vaccination pods set up in wealthy areas loaded with GOP donors and the pay-to-play allegations about the money that Publix donated to the governor's campaign before they got the vaccination contract. That may be old news, but the story didn't make DeSantis look very good, so the GOP is circling the wagons to protect him. Will that story stick? Probably not, in part because DeSantis spent so much time telling us what a great job he's doing. But State Representative Evan Jenny of Dania Beach wishes the governor would stop demanding credit and doing victory laps when so many Floridians have died on his watch.
1: You know, and that's one of the things that really bothers me about some of the executive officers around the entire country. I'm talking about governors, this finger pointing that we're doing better or we're doing worse or you're doing worse than we are. And I'm better than you as a governor and all this other nonsense that's going on. The state of Florida, we have lost over 30,000 Floridians. They're dead. They're not coming back. That is 30,000 lives, no matter what numbers you want to use, whether you want to run some guys' numbers from Utah, or you want to look at what the State Department of Health has put forward, that does not change the fact that there are tens of thousands of Floridians who are no longer with us, no longer being productive members of society, no longer visiting their families. They're gone and they're not coming back. So for anyone to sit here and say, I did a great job, we won. No, nobody did a great job in this country. Nobody did. It wasn't until we start to see, we start to see real federal guidance that That we started to see this vaccine uh, and we started to see COVID trending in a a line that we would all want to see but for people that want to stand up and go i'm better than this governor i'm better than that governor it's stupid you all did a bad job you all did a bad job and you all need to own that and move forward with that you cannot claim that florida did a good job when we are going to probably have Thirty-five to forty thousand dead Floridians by the time this whole thing is over. You cannot call that a win. You cannot say, "Well, I got the economy opened early." Yeah, well, there's still going to be thirty-five to forty thousand dead Floridians, for, guaranteed, virtually guaranteed by the time this thing wraps up and we can finally move on. Nobody did a great job. It was pathetic all the way around, and um, you know, no one should be patting themselves on the back about how the United States handled this uh, this epidemic.
0: Our death toll has reached 34,364. The total number of Florida cases is 2,085,306. The COVID crisis is not the only emergency in Florida. There's the breach at Piney Point Reservoir in Manatee County, south of Tampa Bay, that's filled with wastewater from an old phosphate mine. Governor DeSantis says they're
2: pumping the water out of the reservoir and into Port Manatee as fast as they can. I also want to be clear while foremost concern is ensuring the safety of the community, Our administration is dedicated to full enforcement of any damages to our state's resources and holding the company HRK accountable for this event this is not acceptable it's not something we will allow to persist I've asked Secretary Valenstein to work with Manatee County and utilize all available resources to form a permanent solution to this long-standing issue Uh, but to be clear the water being discharged to Port Manatee is not radioactive uh, it is primarily salt water from the Port Manatee dredge project mixed with legacy process water and stormwater runoff. Uh, the water was tested prior to discharges. The primary concern is nutrients. The water meets water quality stand- standards for marine waters uh, with the exception primarily of, of the phosphorus and the nitrogen and the DEP staff working with local local stakeholders began water quality monitoring on March 30th and will continue monitoring daily. To date, dissolved oxygen, salinity, and pH all meet water quality standards. Additional water quality information. While the governor insists the wastewater
0: being pumped into the bay is not radioactive, the EPA says there is still too much nitrogen, which can speed up the growth of algae, leading to fish kills. Now, officials have known about the problem at Piney Point and 24 similar sites around the state for the past 20 years, and they've basically done nothing. So state lawmakers will be wading into the mess. Tomorrow, the House of Representatives, Pandemics and Public Emergencies Committee will begin an investigation into the Piney Point Reservoir. The budget wonks in the state capitol meet today to figure out exactly how much money lawmakers can spend in their new budget. And for the first time, they will be including more than $10 billion from the feds through the American Rescue Act. That money is supposed to help Florida recover from COVID. But Representative Evan Jenny says GOP leaders plan to stick most of it in the bank instead of actually helping people.
1: Absolutely. Uh, look, it's why I voted against the uh, initial iteration of the House uh, version of the budget um, because it really doesn't take into consideration um, you know all the money that's going to be coming through and I hear the plan uh, is really just to bank it um, to to put it into uh, reserves um, rather than get out there and help people um, uh, rather than help people when they need COVID aid right now. Uh, We have $10 billion that is coming into the feds to the state government, another $6 billion going to local governments. And this budget still doesn't do enough for working class Floridians. You look what's in there. Everything has been geared towards, uh, you know, whether it be uh, HB, uh, excuse me, HB7, um, just looking up in my chart right now, um, you know, that was one that was really focused solely on business owners and, and didn't really provide any kind of substantial relief um, to Floridians. Uh, and that's really been kind of the, the call for, a de- for the entire session is uh, to make sure businesses are safe and secure and taken care of uh, and really not too much after that. Uh, I've seen more effort go into an anti-trans bill uh, than I have into um, uh, in playing into these issues, uh, these, quote unquote, culture war issues. Uh, They'd rather go um, uh, bother and demean a a group of people who have been pushed into the shadows uh, more uh, throughout their entire life. Uh, And throughout the entire uh, history of this state, they'd rather push those people back further into the shadows uh, than they would trying to uh, give Floridians a hand up uh, and try to lift them out of this uh, economic uh, uh, sludge that we currently find ourselves in. And it's and it's it's depressing, Uh, you know, that that's the goal of the legislature is to just try to whip up um, a a one particular voting base uh, more than to help everyone as a whole. Um, You know, we've got a long way to go if we're going to try to claim victory and try to claim that that we helped Floridians and that was the number one priority moving forward. Um, We've got a lot of
0: problems in this state and a whole lot of them remain completely unaddressed. Speaking of the transgender bill, it's up for a vote tomorrow in the House Education and Employment Committee. Generations of Florida lawmakers have been fighting against the use of marijuana, but that could end in just a few years. State Senator Jeff Brandis of St. Petersburg is sponsoring a bill to legalize recreational
3: use of marijuana by adults. He thinks this will happen within three years. So what we've done is created a cartel that is driving prices higher, that is limiting access uh, and, and limiting patient choice. We have a lot of problems with consistency. We we, we have a lot of problems with just access. And, and frankly, because there's a, a base... An oligopoly, you have pricing pressures that the companies can apply because there's not a lot of competition. So I'm excited to talk about expanding uh, both medical and uh, adult use. It's something I believe it's not a question of if it's coming to Florida; it's a question of when it's coming to Florida and how it's coming to Florida. Most states have done it via a constitutional amendment. That's probably the most likely path for it to occur in Florida. Uh, whether it's one that's on the ballot in hopefully, will be on the ballot in 22 or in 24. Or or the out years, um, I can't see Florida not having adult use by 2024. I just think it's gonna happen. Uh, And what representative Smith and I have been working on is creating a legislative pathway to do that. We think that that's the appropriate way to handle this is through the legislature. And frankly, I just don't want the legislature to say, have the opportunity to say, we never had a chance to talk about this because we are giving them an absolute opportunity to have this run through committees, to have this done the right way Senator Brandis is a
0: Republican. The House sponsor of the bill, Representative Carlos Guillermo Smith, is a Democrat.
4: This is bipartisan legislation. That's really, really important in 2021 in the Florida legislature because the reality, the political reality of reforming cannabis in Florida and in legalizing cannabis for responsible adult use is we absolutely must have Republican support to make this happen legislatively. Republican voters are overwhelmingly in support of cannabis reforms and in support of adult use legalization of cannabis in Florida. That's why we saw other states in the last, other red states in the last election cycle uh, actually legalized cannabis for adult use when they saw it on the ballot for their own constitutional amendment. So I would encourage um, my Republican colleagues uh, who feel this way to come out of the closet, so to speak, in favor of cannabis legalization, because your constituents and your voters from both sides of the aisle will reward you. And let's not forget that's a completely free market approach. Free market is what's going to drive down the cost. When you have more competition and you have more businesses trying to enter the cannabis market, whether it's medical or for adult use, you're going to see a reduction in out-the-door costs for either patients or consumers as well.
0: Now, you probably haven't heard about House Bill 343 or Senate Bill 710 because they haven't been scheduled for any hearings. Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Fried says the only marijuana legislation getting any attention from lawmakers is that bill that limits the THC content of medical cannabis.
4: There's no reason for it. Let's start off there. The legislature is supposed to do things to move things forward to to solve problems or or to do good. Uh, This goes just the opposite direction. You can't of the five hundred and ten thousand people that are on the registry today. Show me one who said, you know what, I smoked too much last night. We need to cap it. That just doesn't exist. And so what it's done is by putting this arbitrary cap on THC, there's no research that says 10% is better than 11% or 9%. It's a completely arbitrary number. And what it would do is not only cause our our patients who need this um, to go either buy more, which is a tax on our patients, or have to go back to the illegal market to get their products, which is the whole reason why we passed this to begin with.
0: That 10% cap on THC has already been approved by two committees,
4: in the House, but Representative Smith says it appears to have run out of steam. Even the staff analysis here in the Florida House acknowledged that the range of THC potency for uh, whole flower cannabis in Florida is between 10 percent and 28 percent. So basically what we're doing with this legislation, and I'm glad that it has essentially stalled in the Florida House and is hopefully not being heard in the Florida Senate. is that this bill would ban whole flower cannabis. It's not good enough to me that hopefully the bill is dead, it's been stalled and it's not gonna go anywhere. The amount of energy and amount of space that House Bill 1455, the THC caps took up during this critical 2021 legislative session took away our opportunity to actually make improvements and fix the medical cannabis program that we have Unfortunately, we didn't. We had to take up all of our time and energy in opposing the THC caps, which I think is really unfortunate for the patients uh, in the state of Florida.
0: Senator Brenda says he's not sure where that THC cap is coming from, but it hasn't been heard by a single committee in the Senate yet.
3: I, I don't know why this bill keeps getting filed other than, you know, they're, they're, I'm sure there are some groups that would will, will take any win they could get to continue to hamper access for individuals in Florida have medical products uh, like cannabis. But I think when they look at the polling, they just see this is a dog of an issue and that's why it's stalled because nobody really wants to own it. Uh, And that's what I hope continues going forward. Brandis and Smith
0: were speaking at a town hall meeting on marijuana that was organized by Commissioner Freed. Your calendar of events is next along with today's installment of Florida Man and his Florida Woman, who are accused of stealing from the Federal Paycheck Protection Program. We're back right after this.
2: In Florida, if you fall behind on court debt payments, the state takes away your driver's license. But if you can't drive, you can't work. So how can you make enough money to pay the debt? This policy makes no sense. Let's end debt-based license suspensions and help Florida get back to work.
0: Welcome back to your Sunrise Calendar. The Revenue Estimating Conference meets at 9 to update their predictions of state revenue, which play a crucial role in funding schools, health care, and prisons. Lawmakers will use the revised estimates as they negotiate a budget for the upcoming session. At 9, the House Education and Employment Committee takes up a bill by Representative Kaylee Tuck to prevent transgender females from participating in girls' or women's high school and college athletics. The House Judiciary Committee meets at 9 to hear a bill to revamp the state's divorce laws and eliminate permanent alimony. The House State Affairs Committee meets at 9 to vote on a bill that's aimed at curbing foreign influence in Florida colleges and universities. At 9.30, the Senate Rules Committee meets to take up about 30 different bills, including some controversial proposals about election laws. One restricts voting by mail. Another caps contributions to political committees that are trying to put constitutional amendments on the ballot. The House Commerce Committee meets at 1230 to consider a proposal that says natural gas should be classified as renewable energy. Also at 1230, the House Health and Human Services Committee votes on a bill that would make it illegal for doctors to perform an abortion if they know the woman wants to abort because the fetus has a physical, intellectual, or mental disability. At 315, the House Infrastructure Subcommittee takes up a bill revamping the online unemployment claim system. And at four, the Senate Governmental Oversight and Accountability Committee takes up a bill that will crack down on social media companies that block users like Donald Trump from their platforms. This bill is a priority for the governor. Finally today, a Florida man and Florida woman are accused of defrauding the federal Paycheck Protection Program out of almost $6 million. Prosecutors say Julio Lugo and Rose Venant of Polk County submitted at least 70 false and fraudulent loan applications starting last spring to the Small Business Administration. The charging documents say they used that money to buy a luxury car, Louis Vuitton merchandise, and also spent more than $62,000 at casinos. The couple also posted pictures of the merch and $100 bills on their Facebook page. He faces up to 45 years in federal prison. She could get 35 years if convicted. That's it for Sunrise. I'm Rick Flagg in Tallahassee, inviting you to join us again tomorrow as we plumb the depths of Florida politics.